Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, the evidence continues to mount. And today we saw Joe Biden has lied to the American people. He knew exactly who his son was getting those millions and millions of dollars of wires from. And he spoke to them and he spoke to them often. That's uh, Congressman James Comer. More on the Hunter Joe Biden crime family scandal. Speaking (laughs) of scandal, they found the smoking test tube. Anthony Fauci's goose is cooked. More on that. Plus, even the liberal media is admitting Portland is dying, and it's because of progressive policies. A big blockbuster hour. I didn't even mention Mike Lyons to talk about Ukraine. Oh, boy. We haven't talked doomsday, Mom, as that all went down yesterday in the courtroom and that was the lead story in all your evening newscasts i guess just because it's so crazy and lurid and sickening it is a crazy story porn but maybe we'll talk about that later so devin archer uh, testified behind closed doors in front of the house oversight committee about uh the payments that flowed to the biden family from burisma and various other oligarchs and chinese companies what have you um you know what you know what gets left out of this you say in payments that? everything again hmm. it's like it's not it's not like it's tens of thousands of dollars or even no. hundreds of thousands of dollars changed hands what's the total now 21 million dollars or something like that oh yeah oh yeah. my god that's a lot of money that is and, so much money and according to some including devin archer we never gave anybody anything for it we're just ripping them off. There was no influence peddled. That's the current uh, story, although he did admit that Biden talked many, many times to 
uh, his and Hunter's business associates. Even if that's true, and we'll get to the back and forth of it in a second, whether it was just the illusion of influence or actual, you know, got something for it. Mm-hmm. How is your How is your kid? If my If one of my kids ends up with a lifestyle where he makes twenty one million dollars, wow! I feel like I'm going to ask him some questions. Wow, you're really doing well. I mean, I'm so proud of you. What what is it exactly you do again? I mean, because this is extraordinary. I mean, you're among the most successful people in the world. <laughs> well, according to Joe Biden, never even discussed it, although that is utterly blown up now, as you'll hear in the clips to come. But picture that with your kids. Oh, can't, I know it. Can't help but notice you've got four homes, right. four really expensive homes. You drive a... A number of $200,000 cars. I just can't help but notice. It's just, wow, no, you've really uh, no, done I would, well. I wouldn't ask a single what? question. I wouldn't even say, how's work going? What industry are you in exactly? <laughs> Your own son. You're making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month? What do you do? Nope, never came up. <laughs> never came up. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we have some uh, some spin back and forth and some uh, hilariously biased uh, journalism as, uh, as well, quote-unquote uh, journalism. Uh, let's start with uh, Democratic uh, Congressman Dan Goldman, his interpretation of what we all learned. Uh, why don't we say, uh, let's go with 30, uh, 32, Michael. Devin Archer uh, was Hunter Biden's business partner, and what he testified to yesterday Uh, completely absolves Joe Biden of any involvement in Hunter Biden's business world. And notwithstanding whatever alleged smoke uh, Chairman Comer says there is, the witness testimony was very clear that Joe Biden was not involved in any of their business dealings. Joe Biden got no benefit. Joe Biden did not change any of his actions for the benefit of his son in any way, shape or form. Yeah, so they've moved the uh, what we needed to prove way over here now. So it started with I've ne- you know I've never talked to my son about business. Now it's there's no proof of having gotten anything for the money. Uh, I would say, as I said last hour, that unless something new comes out, I don't think it's going to go any farther than this. Unfortunately, but that's just my opinion. Well, let's not leap uh, to the conclusion quite yet. Here's uh, James Comer on the other side of the argument in thirty-seven. Let's look at what Devin Archer testified today. He said that not only was Joe Biden on the phone over 20 times with people, including the Burisma executives, even though the president denied that he never spoke to any of these people. He also said that Hunter Biden was under immense pressure while they both served on the Burisma board to call Washington, D.C. immediately and try to get Shokin fired. That's the Ukrainian prosecutor. And not many days later, Joe Biden traveled to Ukraine, and we've all seen the video that where Joe Biden brags about withholding foreign aid to Ukraine in exchange for Ukrainian president firing the prosecutor who was investigating well, his son's Comer. corrupt energy company. That is a heck of a coincidence. And then on the topic of the moving uh, goal posts, uh, let's play 45 and 40 back to back. Joe Biden and Jonathan Turley, Michael, 45 and 40. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. It's really unbelievable. Uh, You know, you have now an account uh, of these meetings talking about getting rid of Victor Shokin, the 
prosecutor and calls being made to the vice president uh, at that time, Joe Biden. Uh, you have an account of over 20 such calls. And you have someone who says, yes, the president was part of moving the brand. Well, what was the brand? I mean, this was an influence peddling brand. And the object of that influence peddling was Joe Biden. He was an essential part of that. And he played that role. So if this is true, then the president has lied. Uh, he lied during the presidential debate. He has lied for years. And he's had staff at the White House lie. That's always a serious matter. And the next question is, why did he lie? Uh, that's a really good question. Well, the answer is pretty plainly that it's because he profited mightily from the family business. But listen, Joe Biden is a gaffe machine and, and a buffoon in a lot of ways. Well, I bad at health care. He's not stupid, and Jim Biden is absolutely not stupid. And Hunter Biden, though an addict and, and erratic, is not stupid. They understood that the key aspect of their, their scheme was they had to preserve plausible deniability uh, for the big guy. And you don't need a heck of a lot, as we've learned over many years of following a variety of scandals, and I won't name people that you probably don't remember, but a number of politicians that have survived these sorts of things you have to really nail down, like have a recording and video of them saying, if you give me this much money, I will do this for you. Good. Um, anything short of that, practically, you can survive. It doesn't matter if all the visuals are there. You got money. They talked about a certain thing. That certain thing happened. But unless you have the just smokinest of smoking guns, People get away with this all the time. Washington, mm -hmm. D.C. has set itself up for this. How many politicians uh, probably daily swing by a table at a restaurant or jump on a phone call for this sort of thing? It, it sickens me. Uh, I think it's awful. I wish we had stricter rules about this, but I think it's so damn common. Oh, yeah, because they go from government to lobbying and back and forth. Maybe it's an elected official. Maybe you're a bureaucrat, whatever. And like but, you yeah, were talking if, about, like you were just mentioning the plausible the deniability, they all know. You probably find out day one. It's like 101. You don't bring up the actual business or whatever. You swing by the table. You talk about, uh, you know, your favorite sports team for a couple of minutes. You shake hands and you walk on. Right. I'm a lobbyist. I have a buddy who's a senator. I say, hey, do you mind swinging by the table real quick? I'm trying to sell this guy on our lobbying firm. And my buddy, the senator, will say, yeah, absolutely. And exactly. by the he way, swings by the table. You talk about the nationals and and you're enforced as a guy with connections. And the people on the other side know this also. They know that they can't talk about it out loud. So you right. all know exactly what's going on there. The swinging by the table is the thing. And one final thought. Say I'm elected senator someday. I can't imagine how that would happen. Um, it doesn't look like uh, I'd, I'd rather do this. Um, but my daughter, for instance, Delaney, is very smart and, and, uh, and ambitious. She becomes a Hunter Biden-esque character. Now, I probably shouldn't have <laughs> named her. Uh, perhaps I have a second daughter. <laughs> Uh, a uh, uh, little uh, what's the uh, what's the uh, the uh, allergy medicine I've always said would be a great uh, name for a girl. Well, we'll go with Allegra, <laughs> right? So uh, my my third daughter Allegra becomes a Biden as a Hunter Biden esque figure, and she's got millions, tens of millions of dollars pouring in from various foreign concerns that are convinced uh, that she has access to me and thereby to policy. And I make it clear to her, uh, for instance, I love the San Juan Islands off the coast of, uh, of uh, Washington State. 
And I just make it clear that, yeah, we need a house in the San Juan Islands, and I'm going to stay there all the time. Well, my incredibly rich daughter, who sells access to my name, buys that house, and I live there all the time, whenever I want. I got a nice speedboat there. I got a membership to the local golf club, etc. That's how it works. Sure. And I'm nowhere on tape or in writing saying... Now, if you give my daughter $10 million, I will push for policies that benefit you. Signed, Joe Getty. (laughs) Which is what Dan Goldman is saying. You don't have that. Well, you don't. You don't have that signed piece of paper. No, no, we don't. All right. You're not cynical. I don't care how cynical you are. You're not cynical enough. Get cynicaler. Yeah, I Loratadine. That's the one. <laughs> That's the allergy medicine. Loratadine. <laughs> and there's my third daughter, Loratadine. Come on in here. And while I think Jonathan Turley is absolutely right there that Joe Biden lied, including in a debate about I've never talked to my son about business. That's not a crime. And voters will decide whether they care about that. Uh, on an individual basis in our current world, you're, you know, it's either your team or you're not. So I doubt a lot of votes are going to be moved over that lie. Speaking of lying liars, uh, later on in the hour, I want to get to Anthony Fauci and the smoking gun. Uh, let's take a break and I can squeeze in at least a little bit of the shockingly frank report in the New York Times about the death of Portland, Oregon. Our U.S. women's soccer team defending two-time champs came within two inches of being sent home in the middle of the night. If you didn't know they that. don't love America, I don't love them. Uh, okay. Might as well be giving me p- tiddlywinks results. <laughs> tiddlywinks. All right, That's stay right. tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk. Carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the Yes, the controversial Jason Aldean. Try that on a small town. No, I heard it's racist. I guess they actually pulled the Black Lives Matter riot scene from the video. Yeah, I've heard that. Saying that it was a copyright thing. It wasn't a backing down to people. It was a, they were told they didn't have the rights to use it, which may or may not be true. Wow, interesting. Interesting. All right, quick uh, on-air disclosure slash meeting. I'm looking at this stuff about Portland, and it's so good and powerful and interesting, and there's so much. This this segment, we have what's known as a hard break or hard stop. We can't run over for network reasons. Um, And then we have Mike Lyons coming up uh, in the segment after that to talk about Ukraine. So, Kicking off hour three of the show, we'll do Portland is Dying, and it is amazing. It's worth uh, tuning in for whether you live anywhere in the Pacific Northwest or not. So, again, that'll kick off hour three. Uh, we're not going to do it right now. Came across this thanks to one of our beloved and alert listeners, a piece in The Hill. Uh, popular narrative suggests young people are liberal and getting more liberal. Thus, social media buzzed when a chart surfaced in spring that seemed to suggest 12 12th grade boys had become overwhelmingly conservative. Now, the truth is a little more complicated than that, but the numbers do say this. 12th grade boys are nearly twice as likely to identify as conservative versus liberal, according to a respected federal survey of American youth. Huh? I'm making my... You're going to have to convince me of this face. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Where do you get off? I was mildly surprised by this, but the more I thought about it and the more I looked into it, the more it made sense. All right. Who is the most likely to have gone wildly over the edge in terms of conservative, neo-Marxist, critical theory, gender theory uh, nonsense? Teenage girls. And the boys are watching the girls lose their minds and thinking no you said conservative neo-marxist mon- you meant liberal neo-marxist mon- i thought nonsense? i said progressive i apologize um okay 
Uh, so, uh, yeah, I didn't mean conservative, indeed. Uh, it's tough to understand you when you use, you use the words that are opposite of what you're trying to communicate. But, but yeah, I absolutely so, can see that. But yeah. I get the point now. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. In annual surveys over the last three years, roughly one quarter of high school seniors self-identified as conservative or very conservative. You know what? This rings true in my own household. With I was younger, just going to ask. With younger kids, and I've actually thought to myself, why do you guys have these strong views? They're not getting them from me because I don't talk about this sort of stuff at home, but they have some pretty strong rightward-leaning views, and it is because of some of the craziness they're coming in contact with. Exactly, especially... Now, the the critical race theory thing, and remember, all of this is neo-Marxism designed to create an oppressor and oppressed class. And as James Lindsay in his brilliant address that we were talking about yesterday, and I forgot to mention this... He mentioned that Chairman Mao, first of all, he mentioned U.S. schools have redwashed education. You don't talk about communism. You don't talk about the, the deaths from communism in the 20th century. Ah, that's an Just, excellent point. Yeah, you, We don't bother teaching about that. Doesn't that strike you as a little odd since the communists led to way more deaths than the fascists by far? Anyway, he points out you don't learn this in school. Chairman Mao was part of the Cultural Revolution. He created 10 identities. Five of them were red identities or good, positive, you're down with the revolution identities. Five of them he called black identities, bad identities, like you're a conservative or you're a running dog of the West or what have you. And if your parents had one of those black identities... An intellectual, for instance, you as the child also have that black identity. Unless you as the child in school, for instance, expose your parents, condemn them and make it clear you're down with the revolution. Then you get a red identity and you are in. You are praised. You are elevated. You are enriched, etc. Does that remind you of anything? Hmm. That's really interesting. So these poor kids, they're so impressionable, especially girls who have this desperate need to belong in a way that guys don't share exactly. Um, They're desperate to move from one of those bad identities to a good identity, like I'm gender fluid or I'm gender nonspecific or whatever. And the boys are reacting to it. Uh, Girls and young women are drifting staunchly to the left from 19% in 2012 to 30% most recently. More of those numbers to come. That ain't going to help the dating scene and the coupling numbers and all that sort of stuff. Oh, my gosh. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The terrifying moment a Russian missile strikes, captured in video circulating online. The target? President Zelensky's hometown. But this wasn't a military site. It was innocent families at home when a missile tore a hole through their apartment block. At least six people were killed in the attack, including a 10-year-old girl and at least 75 injured. The Russian defense minister making it clear it's increasing attacks in response to a dramatic drone strike in Moscow Sunday, hitting a building housing government offices. So the Ukrainians hit some government offices in Moscow. Putin hits back at Zelensky's hometown with just residential apartment buildings killing people and says, states it out loud. Yeah, this is retaliation for for doing that. Let's get an update on Ukraine, that situation, and everything else going on with it. military analyst Mike Lyons, who served the United States military in a variety of capacities through the years, and is now a respected military analyst for CNN, among other places. Hello, Mike. How are you? Uh, good morning, guys. Great to be back with you. That back and forth aside, saw you on CNN the other day talking about the counteroffensive and how it's showing some signs of life, and maybe they found a weak spot in the Russian line. What's that story all about? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think there's a little kink in the armor here of the Russians of this long Maginot line they've created on this front here, 800 kilometers. And uh, for Ukraine to break through, they have to concentrate their forces. And it appears so far that they've they've gotten through like the first level of what are two more defensive lines that they have to get through. Um, these uh, minefields mine, mine as well as trenches. Uh, and, and by taking these two towns, Robiensk is one of them, I know that uh, off of Zaporizhia within that oblast, they, they now can create a shock effect and try to break through and, you know, get to the Sea of Azov and, and you know, separate this, the southern theater, for example, separate Russian troops that are, that it would be to their west, get them to surrender, and now they threaten Crimea. So they, they appear to be breaking through here. Um, we still don't know whether or not that they've made any more progress. From what I've read now, they've seen to be somewhat stalled. But if they can hold off another 30 days when Abrams tanks arrive and other combat equipment arrives, um, they might have a chance. 
Mike, as non-experts, we've been somewhat surprised at how effective the mining of uh, landscape has been in, in holding the Ukrainian counteroffensive back. What's the state of the art in, in mine clearing equipment technology? It's difficult. Um, there's a couple of things. There's something called a miklik that allows you to fire like a, a pressurized charge over an area. So let's think about it like, as a missile that blows up, that, that, that the mines then are blown up because they, they become pressurized and, and they, they simulate a vehicle running over them. But what the Russians have done, they've stacked mines two and three deep in some areas here. So that miklik, that, that mine clearing technology is not going to work. So the second part to that is uh, things that, that, that fit in front, mine-clearing tanks that go in front of the infantry and, and are way out front, that look to kind of scoop them up and push them forward so they don't clear the tracks, they don't make any kind of damage that way. That way is a much slower, they don't get the same kind of progress there. The Ukraine military needs more of that kind of equipment. Uh, they'll use the Miklits, they'll use those mine-clearing charges to, in some level, but the, what, what's going to really help them is both the, the, the mine-clearing equipment in front of tanks as well as bridging equipment because the, the second thing you could do is put a bridge over it uh, and use that as a way to get through a minefield as well. On that other thing you were talking about, uh, cutting the Russian forces in two, I was, was watching mm-hmm. you on TV and you, you had the arrows and the map and everything like that, uh, and I was trying to picture, like, how many Russian forces would they be able to put in a position of having to surrender? How many thousands are we talking about, or is it thousands? Yeah, yeah, probably thirty to twenty to thirty thousand troops wow. that are along that. Yeah, no, it would be huge, and it's something I'm sure that that you know the, the Ukraine's not talking about it because that's how many troops are in that area defending because Crimea is so important to them. Um, and so they they when the dam was blown a few weeks ago, that that kind of moved that line up further, let's say east, right up up the the, the Dnipro River in a certain way. Uh, because the quickest way would have been to just afford the river there and go right for Crimea there. But now they've kind of moved it up. And so now they've trapped potentially more Russians on the other side of that, uh, of that, uh, the salient there. So again, if they can, if they can break through and create this boundary, uh, the, the race is on to the Sea of Azov, is what, is what I was saying yesterday, because if they can do that and create that kind of spot, they, they turn their weapons now to the West and they've got 30,000 Russian troops that they can easily take out or make them surrender. Mike, what do you hear about when various weapons and weapon systems might be brought to bear from tanks to F-16s? So that's the issue because the tanks won't get there until September. There's still going to have to be some training on them. They'll make an impact when they get to the battlefield. Um, but they also, the Ukrainians still have got to fight combined arms. They're still fighting very serially. You saw the video the other day of a, a BMP or, or an infantry fighting vehicle going into a, a, tr- a trench and then exposing its entire bottom half and then coming back out. They've got to fight combined arms. They've got to bring an engineer with them at the same time. They've got to be shooting artillery. That, that's what's confusing me right now is I don't see the Russian artillery firing up that first defensive minefield. So minefield is only good if it's covered up. Uh, so, again, it's going to be a couple of months before the tanks get there. I don't see the F-16s getting there for nine or ten months. I mean, that's going to be almost a year. And the F-16s that are going are, you know, 20 years old, don't have the same technology. I, the war could be over by then if, if uh, you know, the Ukrainians kind of play this right. I know you've been studying this kind of stuff your whole life, so you'd be a good guy to ask. Just reading military history myself, whether it's battles in the Civil War or World War II or whatever, and and, and then watching Mm -hmm. in in modern times, how often do plans ever work out? It seems like it's just constant, like, throwing the plan out the window, 
improvising after, you know, Mm -hmm. it's the, you know, the other side gets a say sort of deal where you have a plan, but they get to react a certain way. Is it is it as much improvising as it looks like? It is, and it's about uh, tactical improvisation, improvisation of you know whether something happens, something tactically, like you get, you know, get a chemical attack or something. We call it getting slimed, let's say. But when you think about it, in the grand scheme, you know, the D-Day invasion was a plan that went off very well. That if that had failed, you know, the world's a different place today. But in the same token, Operation Market Garden doesn't work. Uh, you know, we didn't get the three bridges there. That that counteroffensive did not work, and that set us back a few months. And then. On the other side of the coin, the uh, the German, you know, the Battle of the Bulls, their counteroffensive into Belgium in World War II doesn't work, but the U.S. and Allied counteroffensive back and ends up working. So I think you got to look at strategy versus tactics, right? Strategically, what Ukraine has to do is cut Russian forces in half. And so where do they cut them in half? That's a tactical decision. Um, and if they can pick the right spot and get through it, they, they might be able to be more successful. Jack, before I make a transition, do you have another Ukraine uh, matter? Okay, we're talking to military analyst uh, Mike Lyons. And Mike, a quick personal note, and then on to my question. Uh, I was uh, privileged and moved uh, not long ago to attend my brother's uh, retirement ceremony from the United States Navy after 29 and a half years in the submarine service. And uh, mm-hmm. and it was an amazing ceremony, incredibly moving, dignified. Sure. And in talking to both my brother and a number of his recently retired and soon to retire uh, comrades, the, uh, the brilliance, expertise, discipline, and patriotism among the, these men was stunning to behold and and i'm not sure america understands the incredible asset that we have um having said that our recruiting numbers are terrible what do we Mm -hmm. as a country need to do um to to prevent that literally existential threat from getting any worse yeah i think we have to get more into high schools we have to get you know the navy i know in particular is trying to you know reach out more the army recruiting numbers are down um, you're seeing, unfortunately, less family members go in. My son's in the Navy right now. Um, so it's not become the family business it once was. There was a tremendous amount of veterans and their, their offspring went into the service. Uh, great question. We've got to keep the bar high, though. I don't want to lower the bar just to, just to make a number. Um, there's lots of things we can do there. But there's tremendous opportunity that the military still does provide. Um, and, if, and again, it's just a matter of communication and, 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 and kind of hearing to all the stuff about the military being woke. It's not. You go to, you go to that ship, you go to that sub, you go to a battleship, uh, you'll see it's a, it's a team. What you learn, the life skills you learn on that at a very early age will, will, will carry you for the rest of your life. I think it would certainly help, too, if uh, most of our media wasn't cynical at best about military service. Mm-hmm. But uh, conversation for another yeah. day. Uh, military analyst Mike Lyons. Look for him on CNN. Listen for him here and elsewhere. Uh, Mike, it's always great to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance they're going to make it to the water and cut off twenty to 30,000 Russian troops that would be forced to surrender, likely? Well, that'd be a big story. Holy that cow. Was, that was the most optimistic I've heard, Mike, uh, on the Ukraine side. Absolutely. For their success. Yeah. You know we got to send to Ukraine? Cardi B. Free Cardi B! Coronavirus! Why is this getting so much news attention? I've seen the video 50 times already today, just flipping through channels on television, of her taking that microphone and baffing that guy in the face. <laughs> or the woman, whoever, whoever she hit. I would say this is the circus part of bread and circuses. <laughs> 
Meanwhile, those of us who are adults are interested in the fact that Anthony Fauci has been caught lying but good. The smoking test tube. That's what I'm calling it. Rand Paul says it's the most red-handed any government official has ever been caught. Says Senator Rand Paul. So we can fill you in on that story and a bunch of other stuff on the way. Hope you can stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So it's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science because I represent science. You're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. I'm the bad guy to an entire subset of people because I represent something that is uncomfortable for them. It's called the truth. Oh, good Lord. I'd forgotten. Wow. A, you know, that's why I have a picture of uh, Anthony Fauci in the living room that... Uh, Saint Fauci. My kids and I look at every day. Wow, the the hubris of all of that. I'm I've got to take a minute to compose myself. (laughs) Have you been a good little Nazi, Hail Fauci, (laughs) Hail Fauci? Well, listen to this, would you hear? Now, this first part will go nowhere. Senator Rand Paul has announced a criminal referral of Dr. Anthony Fauci to the Department of Justice over his apparent lying during congressional testimony in 2021. He clearly did. The Justice Department will respond, yeah, no. Having said that, keep your lawn clippings on your side of the yard. Here's what he's talking about. Fauci insisted repeatedly that the National Institutes of Health had never funded any gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. With all due respect, you don't know what you're talking about, Senator. Yeah, if we had time, we could play that that audio for you. We have it uh, hidden away in the archives somewhere. Uh, Senator Paul contended at the time in arguing with Fauci that the research done on viruses at the Wuhan Institute, which got U.S. funding through the NIH, matched the NIH's own description of -of gain-of-function research, and he said Fauci is just playing, you're just playing word games in denying that it was gain-of-function research. Well, a newly surfaced February 2020 email about a COVID task force call between Fauci, his associates, and a UK science leader, Dr. Jeremy Farrar, shows Fauci not only used the term gain-of-function to describe the work at Wuhan, but highlighted serious misgivings about the virus being of natural origin. So not only does it look like Fauci was at the very least obfuscating during the 2021 testimony, It shows that he and other scientists, including the head of the NIH at that time, Francis Collins, who was also on that call, also took the lab leak origin theory of COVID seriously. And then to quote the New York Post, at least they did before they panicked and launched a massive behind-the-scenes effort to suppress it, likely to hide their own complicity in funding work that might have unleashed COVID on the world. To do that, they bullied scientists, depended on the millions in grant money they controlled, and whipped compliant media into a frenzy over disinformation. Those of you who are fans of the government deciding what's disinformation, remember that and listen to this. That very month, a post op-ed, a, Washington, a New York Post op-ed by Stephen Mosher, got smothered by Facebook and Twitter for suggesting the exact same thing Fauci and company admitted they were worried about to Farrar. The Post editorial practically quoted Fauci and Collins, but it was squashed by Facebook and Twitter on the orders of Fauci. Uh, I think you are right that any 
congressional inquiry or attempt to get, you know, I don't know, throw him in jail or whatever. Fauci in jail is never going to go anywhere. But Senator Rand Paul did tweet out, there's probably never been a government official caught more red-handed lying to us. Uh, that's a pretty high bar, as uh, many government officials have lied to us many times over many years. But, man, this is a flat-out lie that 98% of America won't hear about. So one more note, the view that COVID came from a lab, which is precisely what all Fauci and all those guys were talking about, is now increasingly the belief of the U.S. federal government, not exclusively, but increasingly, and of every thinking person, especially after evidence appeared indicating the first three patients of COVID were WIV employees. That's from the work of Michael Schellenberger, among others. But we may never know for sure, in part thanks to Fauci and company's fight to prevent any real inquiry within China at the pandemic start, which leaves the whole world more vulnerable uh i am going to uh, uncharacteristically pat ourselves on the back we have been outlining exactly this structure for a very long time the reason that fauci and company and the compliant media the anti-trump media was so enthusiastic about suppressing the idea of the lab leak and so cooperative with the communist chinese in letting them get away with the cover-up because they had been funding and and championing the research at the wuhan institute and these scientists jack you've talked about this they have been advocating, yes, we can do gain of function safely. It's really important. We need to do this. And of course we can do it safely. They were wrong and millions died. Uh, I think most people would work as hard as they could to cover that up. Yeah, I think Fauci believed and still probably believes that, look, you you all just aren't, you know, you're not as trained and as much an expert as I am. This is important for the world. We need to do this. Mistakes will be made. I know a, it's scary sounding, but uh, you can trust us. Right. Which is uh, troubling. But like I said, I don't think many people will hear this story. This is flat-out proof that he was lying about that. Senator, with all due respect, you do not understand what you're talking about. Meanwhile, Rand Paul was using the NIH's own description of gain-of-function research, and Fauci is saying, that's not gain-of-function. Wow. So, uh, how much time I got, Michael? We're about to take a break. I just checked my emails and saw I've got <laughs> I've got an electric bike showing up in the mail yesterday. I'd completely forgotten I'd ordered it. Did one of those things. Wow. Where and I you went. can't blame uh, Demon Rum. No, yeah. I can't blame drinking. But you know, you get all. I kind of went off half cocked about something. Maybe uh, maybe even only one quarter cocked. And uh, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Kind of forgot that I'd done it, though. So. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, uh, Those electric bikes are cool. I, oh. I know a number of people who own them. Not a single person regrets buying oh, them. Oh, well, so uh, when we went down to see our buddy uh, Dave in San Diego, he had one. David lives on the boat, and, and Sam rode one around all over the place and just absolutely loved it. And then Dave texted me the other day that they're on sale, so I thought, hey, I'll get one. And I forgot. But it shows up tomorrow. But one of the reasons is I think it's the enthusiasm for electric vehicles. I think that's what's driving this. Hmm. But there are no rules for these things. And I'm going to take advantage of it while you can. 
I stupidly been a motorcycle rider my whole life, getting license plates and paying insurance and having tags and parking in parking spots. But if you have an electric vehicle, you can go wherever you want, park wherever you want. You don't need any tags. You don't need a license plate. You don't have to wear a helmet. You can do whatever you want. It's a it's a motorcycle. It's absolutely a motorcycle. But because it's electric and good for the environment or something i don't know everybody's overlooking it so so ride it on the sidewalks ride it across a park hell ride it through your local walmart that's what everybody's doing yeah yeah (laughs) so as long as the good times last i feel like it's like the early days of satellite dishes back when you could like you know watch a newscast and see what they did during the commercial breaks (laughs) right night after night that's not true Gender-bending madness next hour. Also, Portland is dying, and even the New York Times is admitting it. Progressive policies kill cities. Well, and speaking of the New York Times, did you see what they wrote about the Devin Archer testimony yesterday? They flat-out called the president a liar in the New York Times. Wow. I know. It's amazing. If you miss an hour, get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.